hey, I'm going to hit this real quick. Uh, if you're going to be doing any shopping here for holidays or whatnot, uh, please consider going to duckfeed.tv slash tip jar and using the Amazon links there. If you use those, you get access to the same old Amazon you usually go to, except we get a kickback, and that goes a long way towards helping us out, um, I assure you. Uh, oh, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. So as you think about doing that stuff, go to duckfeed.tv slash tip jar, add the stuff to your cart, and uh, yeah, we really appreciate it. My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs Exosode. Yes. It is a retro gaming episode. <laughs> and we shit on your favorites. <laughs> yep. Oh, nothing is sacred. Let's yeah. barbecue your sacred cows. Yeah. We're, we're like the man cow in the morning of, uh, <laughs> of podcasts. Uh, and somebody who likes that guy is probably real angry at us now. Man cow. <laughs> Weird name for a human. Hello, my name is man cow. Well, it's obviously a chicken boo situation. <laughs> or I guess the all the hip kids are talking about Octodad now. Yeah, cat dog. <laughs> um, but this week we are reading your responses to System Shock Two. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry, everybody. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm not sorry. Everything, I, I, and neither am I. Everything I said, I said with full knowledge of what people wrote about. So yeah. Yeah, it was one of those ways where we're reading that you reading the responses ahead of time, and because I was just like, "Why is Cole keep saying like saying is sorry?" And it's like, "Oh, you're saying sorry to specific people." Yep, we know um, their names, Gary. Yeah, so it makes it harder to to take away their dreams. Um, I'm going to start here with Gordon via contact. Uh, Gordon says, "I played this through unmodded in the dark with headphones, turning the experience into an ARG for Don't Shit Your Pants." Against this dark background, pairing you with a voice that openly despises you as your only companion doubles down on a feeling of total oppression. Frequent interaction is the key to why Shodan is such an effective antagonist by giving Apple ample opportunity to establish character. She's vindictive, petty, arrogant, and cruel, but her animosity has a personal touch that builds an incredibly interesting character. To my memory, only GLaDOS has come, cho- uh, come close to achieving a similar effect. That's one area where Xerxes really uh, works for me in contrast, because Xerxes is definitely the uh, the pleasant, demeanored, but unmoving version of something that is just filling out a whole bunch of things. Whereas it feels like Shonen has a very deeply personal motivation. Yeah. Yeah. And and again, this is not so far. We're on the same page as people wrote in. We both you know see see about our, you know, our 10 minute mark of the last podcast where <laughs> we love Shodan. And that's something that's, that we love about Shodan is that it is, is she is she's a great, great character. Yeah. Also, I think Don't Shit Your Pants is a really funny game. No, it's for being great. Like, really soft America. Like, I think that game's really funny. And then those guys made Don't uh, made Rogue Legacy. Yeah. Which like, so, come on, guys. Those guys are great. Save some good for the rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> no, I saw a guy at, a, at, the, at the expo with uh, with a Don't Shit Your Pants shirt on. That's fantastic. <laughs> It was just the guy with the yeah. with the pants around ankles. I would want to wear a shirt that just said "Don't shit your pants." Oh, no. well, I mean, you're just giving people good Who advice. Am I tell people what to do. <laughs> the government doesn't get to tell me what I do with my pants. <laughs> um, let's see here. Colin writes in via contact to say, perhaps it was just the game that the game came along at the right time in my life. But System Shock Two was the first game that I played where I became aware of interaction between audio logs and environmental storytelling as I followed the stories of other survivors through the ship. It astounded me at the time, opening me up to a new way that a game could tell a story. 
I uh, had also never played a game that managed to get me creeped out in the way that this did. The way the game slash Shodan punishes you if you get some of the most damning details as you disobey her seems master seemed masterful to my younger self. You play through the game knowing, just fucking knowing, that she's going to betray you sooner or later, and this really lends a wonderful, tense inevitability to the game. Even now, her voice thrills me. I internalized so much of this game that when uh, some of the twists in the story t- uh, twists and storytelling bits in this game are repeated in Bioshock, such as the person on the radio not being who they seem, it didn't come as much of a surprise to me. Not that not that it ruined Bioshock for me, but I definitely didn't have uh, it. Definitely didn't have the intended experience uh, with it uh, as intended by the uh, designers. Hmm. Yeah. But one of the things we didn't talk about when you're comparing the twist to Bioshock and, and System Shock mm-hmm. is that uh, Bioshock was totally for a different audience. Yeah. Like a lot of people, we, we spent a lot of time kind of conjecturing on the body, Bioshock fan or player who knew System Shock 2. Mm-hmm. But I bet you most people who played Bioshock didn't know System Shock 2. Right. You know, like it, it was an, it's a kind of an obscure game. And, and I mean, it's legendary in like PC gaming circles, but that was after the, the kind of peak of PC gaming. <clears throat> Like, I remember so. in the like in the marketing push for Bioshock, like System Shock was like from, from the from the people who bought brought you this game that you've probably heard about. Yeah, yeah, but I imagine not played, especially yeah. given that like when Bioshock came out, like it wouldn't have been the easiest thing in the world to play System Shock too. Right. You know. So. Yeah. yeah. Um. Agreed. The um. So Matthew says via contact. A lot of people will probably claim that the moment they strongly associate with System Shock Two is six words. The Polito form is dead, insect. They are not wrong. That reveal remains super strong and memorable even to this day. However, I will always mentally associate just two words to the game. I'm sorry. Uh, (laughs) The memory is always the same. I'm walking the deserted halls of the engineering deck, and from somewhere behind me I hear the raspy voice of an analoid analoid zombie charging at me. But it's desperately apologizing while simultaneously trying to beat me to death with a pipe wrench. That's the sort of memory that sticks with you and leaves a positive impact. That memory is also why I will fondly remember the beginning of the game and then start to regard it more coldly as early as hydroponics. That deck is simply too long, and by the time that I get to Janice Polito's room, all, a lot of my goodwill for the game is spent. That's probably why, to this day, I've only ever beaten the game once. After finishing the majority of the recreation deck, playing System Shock 2 feels a lot like playing Bioshock after the Andrew Ryan scene. Sure, you could keep going, but you've already seen the best the game has to offer, and all that waits uh, ahead is frustrating, unfun bullshit. One of the things that's interesting, because a lot of people, during the Bioshock episode, we brought up the fact that a lot of people are just like, oh, after Andrew Ryan, Bioshock's bullshit. Um, look, compare those two games and where they put that fulcrum, right? Because <laughs> yeah. like the, the Andrew Ryan thing, like there is more game yep. there, but there's not very much more game. There's like a couple more decks. Mm-hmm. And then in System Shock 2, that happens really early. Yeah. Like, comparatively. Like, the mm-hmm. one-third the way through the game versus two-thirds of the way through the game. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of part of that, uh, I think, the, the goodwill difference, you know, between the two, at least for me. Yeah. I kind of wonder how many people got more mileage out of the reveal of, like, going to the many and uh, going mm. to the cyberspace, like, if that buoyed them at all. Um, comparatively. Like, if that served as, like, an extra twist or two on top of it like we say like okay if we're comparing it to bioshock which has its andrew ryan moment in its time how many andrew ryan moments did this game have yeah i don't know because i can't i can't look at the going to the many uh Mm -hmm. thing as being like that didn't strike me as cool in any way and maybe Mm -hmm. it would have in those times 
you know, if, if I was a little earlier in my game playing career or yeah. something, or it seemed less, but as was, it didn't feel like that kind of moment to me. Yeah. And all. I was just like, I, I know this song and dance, you know, I'm going into a bio zone. <laughs> I get it. It's a bio zone. <laughs> We've seen so many of them. <laughs> I've seen a bio zone before. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to mispronounce your name, so I'm so sorry, but I will say Ioj, 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 um, writes in via contact saying, I was so excited to hear you finally announce that you're going to play System Shock 2. This game was so immersive and scary that it has been forever imprinted on my mind. I was fairly young when I first played this game, and I distinctly remember being so afraid playing in the dark with headphones on Halloween that I spent a significant amount of time actually cowering in a chemical closet. It had a lockable door, after all, waiting for the sounds of the groaning hybrids and the screams of those crazy fucking monkeys to fade into the night. How's that for a sentence? Mm -hmm, That's real good. (laughs) I played the majority of this game on Halloween, too. High five, buddy. Oh, hi. (laughs) I'm guessing that you will spend some time talking about the excellent sound design. Revisiting the game as an adult, I gained a new appreciation for mechanic uh, for mechanics as a whole, combining the complexity of tinkering in the inventory and managing the RPG elements with brutal and frantic combat. It's a flavor of FPS that I really like, and this is, uh, this is, I think, the most technical example of the genre compared to, say, Deus Ex or Stalker, which, by the way, you should totally do a WAF for, winky face. We should. Yeah, we should. Um, then go and add that awesome sci-fi horror aesthetic and environmental storytelling. So good. I can't understand how it isn't more well-known. Um, there are some nagging problems with balancing that make the game an incredible feat to actually accomplish. I think you guys, I think you guys will ameliorate that bingo card by playing with mods, uh, which I've never done. It will be interesting to hear what a difference it makes. Not much. (laughs) (laughs) I think you could, there are probably you could mod it further. Mm-hmm. Like there are mods that probably change it more yeah. in that favor. Mm-hmm. Um, it just wouldn't like, be representative of the game yeah, at, yeah. that most people played. Yeah, I just I, I I'm so mm. like close to agreeing with everything in this this thing. <laughs> yeah, so I just I, I just don't I don't think the combat is is brutal and frantic in a good way. Mm-hmm. And I just don't like the RPG elements like are, work fine. Like I don't think the RPG we didn't really talk about them that much whether they worked or not. I thought they were fine. Yeah. Um, but they just didn't interact with the the play in the way maybe I did, I wanted them to. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking to my my roommate about it, my roommate Will, and he was talking about how he like one of the things he likes about this game while simultaneously being the person who was like, yeah, you got a whole lot of bullshit ahead of you <laughs> in the last third. Um, about how uh, the upgrades are really significant, uh, like feeling wise, like you feel really empowered because they are really big. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really feel that so much with stats and skills. I did feel that with OS upgrades. Yeah. I think they do a really good job with OS upgrades because mm-hmm. every time I got one of those, it was pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I went, I mean, I went from two shotting hybrids with my wrench to one shotting them after I did the damage one. Yeah. Like instantly. I'm like, Oh, and now I can, I can fight almost anything with a wrench, mm-hmm. you know, after this one upgrade. And that was yeah. really empowering and a good, any use of those mechanics uh, so if i would ever be tempted to play this again it would be to try out the psi path we totally didn't talk about psi stuff at all no because and, we didn't play it that way we, yeah we, i didn't play it that way um whatsoever and that's probably gonna wrinkle you know uh ruffle some feathers i guess i didn't either so, primarily because i read that like this game is really hard and this is a hard way to play it mm-hmm. already or like psi is an even harder way to play it most of the uh most of the before i play stuff was specifically warning you against psi totally and that's why i did it. it's just like you know i like playing with powers and stuff in games mm-hmm. ordinarily i play wizards and i like using the powers and bioshock and stuff but the uh i just was this is already kind of a legendary not legendarily hard 
but like renowned for its difficulty mm-hmm. in in some way and i didn't want to add to that yeah so for sure so i'm sorry if like psy makes this an entirely different experience i know that it's very robust like that's a whole other tree that yeah, you can go up yeah. and down i wish we yeah. talked about it a little bit more like i just it just forgot about it because i didn't play it yeah so in the interest of coverage, I think we should have done a little bit more, talked about it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, again, I don't feel bad about not playing with it I'll, more. I'll take responsibility for that because I made the notes and I just totally spaced on it. Yeah. it's. I mean, it's, it's, it says something also that if you don't play with it, it's easy to forget that's even there. Yeah. Like it just meant that like, oh, I accidentally picked up a side hypo. <laughs> I'm going to throw that thing out. Yeah. Um, but And they, they do have a lot of like cool powers. Um, I looked at the the spell list mm-hmm. um, and, and some of them are really neat. So. I take it. Um, Max says by contact. System Shock 2 was released at a high watermark in my gaming career. My best friend uh, Luke and I were in high school with a lot of free time on our hands. I think that the fundamental brilliance of System Shock 2 lies in the aesthetics, atmospheric richness, and complex pacing of its storytelling. It drops the player into the world of the Von Braun, Immediate Race, and, uh, leaving you to reconstruct the chilling, centrifugal... Ooh, then, uh, that's an interesting word. Uh, deterioration... Uh, of the crew in the weeks after making contact with the Tau Seti uh, 5 by stitching together a fragmentary record of haunting audio logs, apparitions, bloody graffiti, and persistent taunting by the omniscient Shodan and her avatar, the Polito Form. I suppose I have a sucker for stories that document the thin layer of civilization characteristic of even advanced societies, like the one that created Shodan, that nevertheless so easily break down in the face of catastrophe to reveal the chaos underneath. System Shock 2 does a masterful job of retelling this age-old story to the player as he or she traverses the decks, cabins, and bulkheads and interstices of the Van Braun. In closing, I'd like to note that one other brilliant aspect of the game uh, that kept Luke and me playing this together for years and I hope will keep us coming back. The preposterously clumsy but nonetheless genius co-op mode. Playing under the pseudonyms Cutter, a Navy hacker, and Johnson, a Marine, we completed many hilarious playthroughs of the game at increasingly efficient speeds, adopting a division of labor approach to clearing decks and specializing in different skills, but invariably getting entangled in friendly fire and squabbling over med hypos all the way through. I'll always admire this game and remember the great times I've had playing it. I have heard nothing about any about any co-op mode. I've heard about it only, but my so my friends Ben and Courtney, uh, Stumptown Dumplings that they are, uh, <laughs> every time they try to play it, try to play it co-op it crashes i just heard it like it's kind of buggy and broken oh um but i I, like the idea of a shock game or a deus ex type game that i could play co-op is you know be still my heart um (laughs) like i I would really love that it's just that it's supposed to be so hard to actually get to work that i've never tried it um but i I could see that like when he talks about division of labor like that sounds great Mm -hmm. and he talks about like med hype but like you know not having more equipment so you have this kind of balance of like you can split up some of this laundry list of nonsense to do but healing items and things are actually still limited, so you have to <laughs> discuss how you're going to split those up. That sounds really cool. Yeah. I actually think that sounds pretty good. Hmm. Um, yeah. Um, and maybe that explains some of the difficulty. Gary, what if it's balanced for co-op? That would be – well, it got patched in later. It okay. didn't come with co-op. So that would be a really surprising move on their part. What if the patches I installed balanced it for co-op and I was playing <laughs> a far more difficult version of the yeah. game? Uh, could, could be. <laughs> Anything's possible. Anything is possible. All of this um, could be Shodan's dream. Anything is possible two days after Halloween. Ooh. Um, <laughs> All Saints cleanup day. Yes. Um, 
Yeah. So we're going to round everything out with uh, with Janos, who writes in, I think that's how you pronounce your name. I'm sorry if I'm doing that wrong again. Uh, he writes in via contact saying, System Shock 2 was in many ways a formative game experience for me. One of the earliest ones I recall with real clarity. Of course, what I remember was uh, what I remember the most was fear. This game scared me in a way that I don't remember a title doing so before. Not just with jump scares, though heaven knows it had those to spare. The escaped monkeys have ruined zoos for me for life, I think. But more that it got under my skin, made me feel isolated and very alone while exploring the corridors and locations of the game's environments. It felt like the game's antagonists were aware of you and actively working against you, not just passively waiting for the next checkpoint. It became genuinely difficult to play at night, and this being uh, <laughs> and this being university with a full class schedule, night was the main time that I played, especially alone in the house with headphones. By the end, I was playing it uh, to get to the end of the story. I wanted the threat to the fictional universe dealt with so that I could have closure, as you do at the end of a horror film or book. Joke was on me, as that ending is anything but closure. Amazing game. Uh, have bought several versions of it over the years and fervently hope for a direct sequel. Just haven't pl- just haven't replayed it. Now, please excuse me. I have to go turn on all the lights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When, one thing, because you, you, when you were apologizing about us kind of taking a shit on this game, mm-hmm. most of the, the positive feedback in those uh, these responses are things or positive about things I like too. Mm-hmm. You know, like I think this game is scary. We both love Showdown. Um, like those things worked for me. Yeah. You know, so it's not like I don't think I even necessarily disagree with the people. I just have played it more recently, maybe. Yeah. You know, that's, I think it might be one of those things. That's possible. Play, played it more recently and also without. It sounds like a lot of these people played it when they were very young as totally. well. And so they had they had infinite kid yeah. time. Which I I, I will respect nostalgia like that is yeah then like that's that's almost kind of hands off for me but and nothing nothing wrong with that yeah um, but just uh, without the benefit of that those those flaws shown a little little brighter mm-hmm. and the the you know the the good things shown a little bit dimmer so yeah um Janos kind of talks about um uh the isolation I never really felt isolated like we talked about being stuck between the uh the the, the many and this horrible hostile thing and on a macro level that makes sense but like I, when I think of isolation I think of like I don't know mist or echo night or something that is like peaceful but menacing mm. here I, I feel isolated ha- uh, or, yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't know you were continuing. I didn't yeah, no, just just here you you have you have a bunch of stuff kind of breathing down your neck and like <clears> more <throat> kind of like uh, you know even even the attack is an interaction. I don't know, like even something like Dead Space does more to make you feel like all of the forces in the universe are against you because you have that entropy. You know, yeah, more 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 than anything. I just I I didn't I didn't get it, even though I know that that is one of the aims of the design. Yeah, I I don't uh, I don't know. I actually I felt pretty pretty isolated, and it, and it had to do with that. Um, you know, so we talked about it a little bit on the show, but it had to do with this idea of like, you know, literally being alone, but then having the one thing that you have as contact be so alien and aggressive and dismissive, antagonistic. Like, yeah, yeah, antagonistic. Like made me feel alone in a sense of like not literally alone, but just one hundred percent without like a point of reference. You yeah. know, or or, an, or anybody who's going to understand me or why i don't want to do this mm-hmm. or care you know like i i felt loneliness there yeah um that did it for me i also think that loneliness in a horror game specifically also has to kind of a uh, go alongside the feeling that there is no bottom mm. and here yeah. like there there definitely always was there was way more waiting after each next turn you know but it didn't communicate enough of that like by the time it showed me the many 
like I had already been through the Rickenbacker. Like they weren't changing the rules up on me enough or making me feel like this was sufficiently alien until it went all the way alien. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It does. It is. A, it is a slow burn with that stuff. Yeah. And and the actual I mean, I wonder if it would feel as slow if there wasn't as much, you know, grunt work in between. Yeah. You know, which just take away some of the janitor stuff and let you cruise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like, yeah, just let me, I kept thinking like multiple times, I didn't mention this during the episode. I wish I had, but cause the, I kept thinking multiple times, like I kept going into a room, there'd be a, a little treasure there and then a bunch of worms would fall out of the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And I kept thinking like, for as much as this game is sometimes paced really well, it doesn't really know the value of quiet mm-hmm. the way I want it to. Like, like I should be able to go into an empty room sometimes or go into yeah. a room where there's just story stuff. You don't have to make everything a trap. Yeah. You know? And it had some problems with that. And I guess I can see how that would contribute to not feeling very alone because you're never left to just feel like mm-hmm. it's never like you're never just sitting with the thing yeah. that, you, that you're feeling like even after the, the after the big reveal where after the Polito forum thing where you're supposed to feel like really shitty, you immediately go on a ridiculous scavenger hunt to fight red ninjas. <laughs> like, that, I mean, that could that would have been a good time. Like, that's like the, the tonal equivalent of going snowboarding after Aris dies. Yeah. Like, you know, they could have allowed you to just sit in that for a while. Yeah. Like, what if what if the command deck was empty, mm-hmm. you know, and there was just the evidence of this thing that, you know, had been there, like, or, or empty of, like, you know, threats, rather. Yeah. You or, know, like, you go to the very far end and you, you know, it's, it's, it's peaceful all the way, but it turns out you getting there has introduced this stuff to the environment and your trek back is kind of tainted by this other stuff, so it changes. Sure. Like, yeah, that would be, that would be really good, too. Like, you, there's just a lot you could do, I think. Um, with that, that is that is would be stronger because it does it just doesn't know how to relax. And again, I think that's a, a function of its time. Yep. You know, like nobody would have been okay with that. <laughs> what do you mean? There's rooms without enemies. I have to shoot something, right? There's a gun yeah. on the screen. Yeah, kids love. Yeah. So. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, yeah. So thanks everybody for your responses. Don't let our sour attitudes, sit, you know, sour you on responding. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have anything to say about Castlevania, hit us up at uh, duckfeed.tv forward slash contact. Same goes for Thief. Um, oh, gosh. Deadly Shadows or yep. Fallout 3. Indeed. And, uh, yeah, you know all the normal things to do. We've been recording for a very long time, mm-hmm. so we're going to stop. Um, but do all those things, and we'll catch you guys on the internet. Yep. Just watch and Alien or Event speak. Horizon. <laughs> Just do it. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll catch you guys on the Cyber Module. <laughs> oh, yeah. turning now space into later space yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I like getting stuck in the now and later space is the most delicious of the, yeah. the quantum realities cool man all right all right okay i have to go cough a bunch i have to go to bed okay all right later dude feel Good better night. i'll talk to you soon yep and i'll talk to you as thursday approaches so okay all right later bye bye